When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Irioki. Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Irioki. And I'm here with Johnetta Rhodes again. Of course. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting out and it, we're actually not gathered at night. No, we're not. Which it's feels nice, weird. It's a nice balmy 70 degrees today on Marnie's porch. <laughs> it sounds like you could be a weather girl. <laughs> <laughs> we're having our trulies in the backyard watching as the little things flit about in the wind. And the field mouse in the flower bed that wants to attack us does its thing yeah (laughs) it like jumps near you whenever you walk near the path that's just so funny yeah Uh, yeah and the dogs are obsessed with it oh my god like they like t-bear girl i get it t-bear was in the flower bed and she leapt out of it like i'm just glad it wasn't a snake at least it's not a snake and i'm glad it's not a mole yeah at least if she gets a hold of it i mean it won't hurt her yeah yeah. she's had a she's had a shot she'll be okay she'll be okay yeah she's got her vaccines yeah (laughs) but yeah so today we're gonna be talking um kind of a follow-up i guess since we were talking about that mass grave at griffin we're gonna be talking about uh one of my favorite things uh cemetery symbolism and floriography Oh, yeah. Floriography. So floriography, just a preview before we get to. Oh, wow. I did not know my neighbors had a black horse. That horse is like solid black and it's beautiful. Yeah, I seen that. You see that? Uh That horse is beautiful. That's like black beauty. Black beauty, bam, a lamb. Which like, uh, I think it's black Betty. (laughs) I know it is. Okay, I was like, like, wait a second. (laughs) I will never. Okay, so side story on that. Okay, so David's got a cousin named David because there's like Mm -hmm. a million Davids in his family. And his David his cousin david Corey is hilarious yeah you i think you've met david Corey. Is maybe he, did we play dungeons and dragons with him or was that with josh that was josh okay anyways but maybe you haven't met david Corey. david Corey's so funny I but i remember one of the first times i ever met um his daughter's mother way back mm-hmm. when they were still together and stuff he came in and he was he was borrowing movies from david's parents and mm-hmm. they had black beauty yeah and he was all black beauty <laughs> oh my god so So, my memory attached to that song is uh (laughs) back when i was in high school and i taught taekwondo uh at the school that i taught it at there was a kickboxing class and they always played that song during the kickboxing class and it was like but it was like it was like a techno version like why right i hated it oh my god i hated it i hated it so that would be a terrible version of that song oh my gosh yeah i was thinking about that the other day like uh when i taught taekwondo and uh there so i taught this program called extreme martial arts because i was a gymnast and Mm -hmm. 
you know, they were like, hey, you were a gymnast and you're really good at martial arts. So you're going to teach this gymnastics martial arts now. And I was like, okay. And you are such a badass. That's like, what I taught. Yeah. I got to tell you, yeah. that is badass. I know who I'm taking to a bar fight. It's fucking yeah. Marnie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I'd do well. <laughs> I think I'd do well. <laughs> I'd but... be over there finding crowbars and shit. She'd be actually kicking ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, um, yeah, I think I would do okay. <laughs> Just based on some of the stuff that I know about myself and, you know, my fighting experience so yeah i believe it i, I think i'd be it. okay um yeah i've been punched in the face a few times by men but not in oh. not like no. it's like who do i gotta kill no no, no, no no this was a consensual like we oh, were yeah, in yeah, a, yeah like, like doing, sparring yeah yeah yeah, yeah like, that's but i've been i've been clocked a few times yeah like, girl yeah. i bet yeah I mean, there was this one time that my instructor um he i think this was around the time that i was a brown belt and we were fighting, we were sparring, and you know, we have our sparring gear on and stuff. So right. we're not like we're not like going after each other like we're You're not like bare fisted, each other. Yeah. but like it's still hard. It's, hurts. Still, it's yeah. a full contact sport. And I I've been hit a few times in the face. It ain't fun. I hit him with a ridge hand, which I a ridge hand is like you throw it out like that, like your mm-hmm. hand is flat like a plane and you're hitting them with the side of your mm-hmm. hand like this, like not like a slap like your palm, but like the edge of your hand. Yeah. That right there. Like that. Yes. Like that. Yes. Uh, and you throw it out. Bone kind of. And the best place to hit some with it, one with it is the neck. Like you throw that, you hit them in the side of the neck and it can cause uh, a like a blackout like they can be standing on their feet and be knocked out that's what uh my mom's boyfriend who uh Mm. was like in the i think he was in the marines yeah that's what he taught me there was there was a few self-defense things he taught me Mm -hmm. and they were always this is how you win yes and this is how you get away yeah and he was like you know you want to reach out and pop the motherfucker's eye out and if he Mm -hmm. still wants to fight you turn around and run because he's gonna kill you yeah and i was like (laughs) that's solid advice and he might be slowed down if his eyeballs hanging out of his head he said but if he's still willing to fight you run because run yeah he's gonna kill you and i was like okay fair so uh i my ridge hand like was really good um there was a guy that was like he fought in vietnam he was the grandmaster kind of of our uh school Mm -hmm. but he lived in maryland and he would come down and stuff and he saw me throw it and he you know he was like i've never seen anybody do it as well as you do like he was like you have a deadly Ridge hand, whatever. Bam! So, You're like Jean-Claude Van Damme for the real, The only girl. reason I'm telling this is because <laughs> I threw a ridge hand, I got my instructor in the neck, and... Did he black out? I knocked him out on his feet. Shit! When he came to, he put his foot through my stomach. Like, <gasps> he... I mean, he blacked out, and he came to, and he was, like, seeing red. And he, like, he put... He did a sidekick and caught me in the side. I have never had the wind knocked out of me like that and when we got done with that fight he said i am so proud of you i will never turn my back on you nice and i was like damn okay that makes me feel like well i'm i'm glad you kicked the shit out of me afterwards too but yeah i earned it yeah but but yeah so so anyway yeah i was for those of you who don't know i was a gymnast and I actually was in a junior Olympic training program when I was a gymnast. Marty is literally a badass. No, like, no, you guys I'm not. don't. You guys don't <laughs> no, understand. Like she looks nice and she is nice, but she will fuck you up. I mean, <laughs> I I probably could, but she like, she is like built like she could beat the shit out of you. Yeah, okay, I'm just saying. I, am. I, I people always tell me that I look like I weigh way less than I actually do. 
Girl, you look like solid muscle in them mm-hmm. shoulders, too. Like, you used to swim or something, and then yeah. I found out she was a gymnast. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I do. I do and have you, a you, But you have back. that whole thing, like, where you're like, I'm going to, like, kill you with these arms. And I'm yeah. like, I'm here for it. That, yeah, I, I mean, I, I am. I am. I did. I did personal training for a while, and the, the guy told me that he, I was freakishly strong for a woman. Like, because I was benching, like, 165, I think, or something nice. like that. I don't know. Which I don't know if that's a lot. Like I don't I, either, man. I've really never know, benched but, anything. Like, but he was like, he told me it was a lot. So I was like, I probably okay. could only bench like 50. Let's be real. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's hard. But anyway, so we're going to be talking about cemetery symbolism. And I really enjoy this because this is something that um, my grandma, I, I think she was the person who first kind of introduced me to it. And it's like when you go to a cemetery, especially an older cemetery yeah. that has like the upright tombstones. Um, oh, those are my favorite. Same. They oftentimes have symbols on them that are not like immediately you see not it just you, like crosses right. not or just flowers cross, or just, anything yeah. yeah it'll be like uh shaking hands yeah or yeah, i've seen those yeah the shaking hands or like or, those weird um almost like celtic knots yeah. but not mm-hmm. quite celtic knots or I, an anchor yeah or, i've yeah. seen anchors a lamb um, yeah i've seen the lamb the lamb was the Turn. first one that i learned about and i learned about that from my grandma because anytime you see a lamb on a tombstone it oh, means that it was a me. child or a baby I, I did know that. Yeah. I did actually know baby. that. So I actually printed out uh, a thing that's got some cemetery symbols that are found on gravestones. We're going to talk about that for a little while. And then we're going to talk about floriography, which is Victorian flower language, which I think is one of the most fun, romantic kind of. Also uh, a great way to tell you to go fuck yourself nicely. Yes, that too. <laughs> yeah. That, it can be used that way too. Yeah. So, uh, so like I was saying, like the anchor, something interesting about the anchor, like if you see an anchor on a, uh, tombstone now it's anchors typically now symbolize hope oh really i was <clears> thinking <throat> navy maybe it could be that too yeah it could be that because i because like i've seen um some military ones yes where if they will a, have the military tombstone yeah. and i'm like okay navy yes, is my yeah. immediate thought but early christians used the anchor as a disguised cross oh so it was a way to say you were christian in a pagan society or somewhere oh, where like being, like back like mm, post-roman yeah like whatever so, so, and and like you said uh it also is used in seafaring okay. professions stuff like that so if you're a viking put an anchor on you and i'm a viking there you go I'm a viking you need baby it. you need it yeah that's right <laughs> that when i went to norway uh my cousin forced me to swim in the north sea <gasps> uh, you're a real viking now girl that's what she told me she was like she was like okay so we're gonna swim in the north sea and you don't get to say no because this is how you're gonna prove that you are viking and i was like okay and so me and i want to go swim <clears throat> in the north sea just to be girl. like hello odin has smiled upon me okay, okay so like. let me give you let me give you an idea of how cold it was oh girl i the, can imagine the little bay that we were swimming in seals were there with us oh shit seals seals so, yeah so um we it was actually the water was about 40 degrees yeah and we jumped in do do people go polar bear in there like they do in alaska yeah like they mm-hmm. i mean they swim in that that's like well, I mean, like the old people, you know, they call mm-hmm. themselves the polar bears yes, and they go yeah. on buck ass naked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like zero oh, degree yeah, temperature. Yeah, yeah. My my cousin Heidi will. That's how she swims. Like she swims in the North Sea. Like that shit. That's like swimming at the. Beach Heidi's also a badass. She is she clearly is. the Vinge family. Yeah. They they know what's up. Yeah, but anyway, so like an uh, what was I going to say about that? Something about the anchors. You became a Viking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Viking. <laughs> yeah, anchor, anchor. Hope. Yeah, seafaring stuff and. 
yeah and it can and also like the town that my family lives in I believe there is a porcelain factory that has a giant anchor outside of it, hmm. which kind of symbolizes the whole like Norwegian right seafaring industry that a lot of people were in. Like my my uh, one of my cousins was a sailor. Okay, like he was yeah. an actual sailor. Cool. But, um, yeah. So an anvil. If you see an anvil, what do you think that means? Mm, if I had to guess with anvil, I would think something like blacksmithing, martyrdom martyrdom okay yeah so yeah um a lot of the symbols are like okay so like an arch or a um arch or like a lot of them have to do with victory of like victory over death like okay if you see a skull with wings it's basically the idea of like life after death okay or the person being winged to heaven which reminds me of my favorite quote from interview with the vampire which is uh Good night, sweet prince. May flights of devils wing you to your rest. Yes. Okay, so my favorite quote from Interview with the Vampire, other than that one, is when Claudia comes to Lestat and he's playing the piano and she like leans over him and she says, I've come to make peace with you, even though you're the father of lies. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God, I love that movie. It's I love good that movie. movie so much. Um, good movie. Uh, so cardinal, like a cardinal, like a, a bird, mm-hmm. indicates a passion for life. Okay. Um a rooster can indicate an awakening to resurrection or like vigilance okay yeah i could Um, see that dolphins portray the idea of resurrection i think i knew that yeah uh also a like banner is another one that's like a victory triumph kind of thing a baby's chair uh small this one these are real interesting to me so like empty furniture small empty furniture uh, symbolizes the unfulfilled lives of children or a child now gone. That would make sense. Right? Like a rocking horse or, yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, symbolized an inability to achieve adulthood. Because um, nothing's sadder than a dead child. That's right. Bats. <clears throat> bats. Symbolize, uh, symbolize that you were a badass, clearly. Clearly. Uh, the underworld. <laughs> yes, so, of yeah, course. I want, I want some bats on mine. I want all the bats. Yeah. Better be looking like Dracula up in this bitch. So dragons. This is interesting. They're dramatically different interpretations between uh, Eastern and Western cultures. Okay. Um, so in Eastern cultures, the dragon protects humans from evil spirits and represents joy, health, and fertility. Right. But in Western cultures, dragons possess... The negative traits of the snake, which are destruction, danger, depravity, and loss of innocence. Way to fuck it up, Western world. But in Jewish tradition, a mythical beast like a dragon is a messianic creature. Okay. So, um, and a dragon being defeated by St. George depicts triumph over evil. Okay. So, like, basically, um, a lot of these symbols are ways to tell a story about the person that has died. And I, like, I always love to go through a cemetery and look at, like, the various stuff. Oh, same. You I know, love like, the picnic in cemeteries, which apparently, did you see that thing online? Because the internet ruins everything. Mm-hmm. And um, they were talking about some, oh God, what's her name? Vanessa Hodgins, Hudgens. Yeah. Something like that. She went and uh, one of the newer ones, I don't know. But mm-hmm. she was apparently online talking about how the cemetery was her happy place. Yeah. And people fucking lit her on fire over Why? it. Because they were like, that's so disrespectful. I don't know if you know this, but back in Victorian eras, people used to picnic mm-hmm. in like fucking 
cemeteries cemeteries and graveyards yeah because that's what you did you went and hung out with your dead it wasn't weird yeah like i used to take my kids picnicking in a cemetery uh like way back when when Mm -hmm. you know we didn't have much money we'd just go get taco bell and hang out with random dead people yeah because people pay lots of money for their little you know statues and remembrances and whatever so like might as well go and enjoy them right right yeah and I mean, nothing sadder to me than cemeteries that don't get visited. I agree. Like that one we went to the other day that's overgrown and shit. Yeah. That's sad. It is. It's sad. Yeah. And if you guys want to go to that one, it's on, it's 63rd and. Like if you go up MLK and then you hit 63rd and it's by the highway, it's uh, before you get to Sooner. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. It's a pretty, pretty neat. It is badass. So Fox, a Fox on a uh, grave indicates cruelty or cunning okay i could see that yeah a frog depicts sin and worldly pleasures or may represent resurrection which i'm guessing is from like the tadpole frog life cycle kind of a thing man you had to make it awful i was like dope put all the frogs on put all the frogs on there yeah um we all know that those are my friends i love that this says a hooped snake which is an ouroboros Uh like i love ouroboruses which uh it's eternity eternal life or you know it's eating itself exactly first the snake or the tail the Mm -hmm. head or the tail whatever exactly uh lions typically symbolize the power of god and guards against uh guards the tomb against evil spirits um an owl suggests wisdom. Cool. Certain native cultures, owls are uh, omens. Of, Real bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're yes, like that doom is true. Mm-hmm. and gloom Death. and stuff. And also um, uh, peacocks. Really? In certain native cultures. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just remember that from one of my stepdads. He's native and um, had so many of those. Stepdads, that is. Yeah. <laughs> he uh he used to tell me that because i i collected owls for a while and mm-hmm. i collected um i have like a really cool peacock mirror and he was like oh you better dust that thing off because them things are not good yeah it's <laughs> just like what the oh my fuck gosh. are you talking about bro that's oh. funny yeah um so a book uh it can it can represent the bible but also it represents a scholar yeah i could see that i was gonna say like somebody like a librarian or somebody Mm -hmm. studious or something so this is one of my favorites a broken ring indicates a family circle severed oh i love that i love that that's kind of sad it is sad yeah because it's like it could mean a couple things like it could mean that the circle was severed in life or that death severed it yeah like a divorce or Mm -hmm. uh you know widow or widow yeah yeah um a ram indicates sacrifice okay yeah uh sheeps and goats christians and non-believers so the sheeps represent the christians and the goats represent the non-believers we all know which one's going on my headstone (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, let's see um better be named black philip too that's right that's right um snake hooped again snake sin satan fall of man um a squirrel with a nut indicates religious meditation or spiritual striving i don't know man every time i think of squirrels and nuts i just think of like loopy people (laughs) yeah i mean like people who are a little bit scattered because Mm -hmm. squirrels are a little bit scattery yes yeah um they ain't too bright either yeah you know how many of them have like dove underneath my tires recently and i'm like bro 
I'm not looking to have to scrub you out of my freaking rim at the damn car wash. <laughs> oh my Please God. Quit. Oh my God. One day I was driving uh, down my street and some animal, I don't know if it was a cat, a dog, what it was. Oh God. It ran in front of this truck that was coming the other way. I'm driving. I'm going 50 miles an hour and I bring my hand up and cover my eyes. Yeah. Because all I could think was, I'm about to see this animal get murdered. And then I was like, Marnie, you cannot cover your eyes while you're <laughs> don't, driving. Don't do it. Man, yeah. that's like that time I told you about that dog that jumped out of the car in front of me. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, it was awful. That's and their awful. owner hit it and the person on the other side of the road hit it it was alive mm-hmm. like i didn't see it die but man this dog got fucked yeah. up because they they had him in the back seat and i guess nobody was holding it and mm-hmm. the window was down and it was like oh we're going slow enough i'm gonna hop out bam head connected with a headlight and then the owner accidentally ran over it because they didn't realize it was under their car and i was just like please for the love of all things holy fucking roll up your fucking windows oh like my God. i put on a huge rant i was so upset oh girl yeah it was awful so um arms outstretched on a tombstone mean a plea for mercy oh so okay. uh hands hands can be very uh symbolic so like i see a lot of different ones like are you talking praying hands all different kinds so oh, okay. they're di- very di- very different kinds so if they're clasped um they this most of the hands illustrate the right hand in a grasp with fingers overlapping the other hand while the left hand is open this could be the depiction of a man holding a woman's hand it to okay. indicate marriage or a close bond uh unity or affection even life after, or love after death mm-hmm. um love never dies yes true love never dies dracula gary oldman <laughs> uh so yeah My favorite uh clasped hands are also symbolic of a farewell or a last goodbye Look at the cuff to distinguish between a man's and a woman's hand. The woman would have a frilly cuff. The person who died first holds the other's hand, guiding the spouse to heaven. Oh, wow. Isn't that beautiful? That's deep. I love that. Um, Hand of God plucking a link of a chain represents God bringing a soul unto himself. Mm. Um, Hands holding a chain with a broken link symbolizes the death of a family member. Okay. Hands holding a heart, uh, symbolic of charity, and is common on 19th century memorials. It's typically seen on memorials of members of the IOOF, charity, which is the Independent Order of Oddfellows. Oh, okay. Uh, Hands with an open book, uh, the embodiment of faith. If a hand is pointing downwards, it means mortality or sudden death. Um, Also, possibly a depiction of a secret Masonic handshake. Upward, if it's pointing upward, uh, the reward of the righteous, confirmation of life after death, heavenly reward, ascension to heaven. Okay. So hands praying, obviously devotion to God. um, And then crosses can be a host of different things. Uh, Cross with rays of rising sun, glory, cross with winding sheet, descent from the cross, crown on a cross, sovereignty of the Lord, cross salvation, cross with rays of rising sun, glory, cross with winding sheet, descent from the cross. Oh, that one was on there twice. Uh, Crown on a cross, sovereignty of the Lord. So basically, if it's wrapped up in a sheet, you done turned your back and they put it on your fucking tombstone to tell people to come fuck with you? No, 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 no. I think it's like, uh, like... I'm a little drunk, so maybe no, no, I don't you're know fine. What I'm you're fine. About. We'll we'll edit that part. So, um, okay, Father Time, obviously mortality. Right. Another thing that uh, can be on tombstones that I read about was uh, a an hourglass with wings. I think I've seen an hourglass. Yeah, or some depiction of that. Like you know, because I look at a shit ton of them. Yeah, same, same. I look at a lot of them. 
I really enjoy it. I've it's, seen some um, some stars of David. Yeah. On newer, I think. Uh, yes. Tombs. Yeah. Tombs. Tombstones. Whatever. So a heart encircled with thorns uh, or a bleeding heart indicates Christ's suffering. Um, a heart that's flaming indicates extreme religious fervor. Um, a heart pierced with a sword. Uh, the Virgin Mary hearkening to Simeon's prophecy to Mary at the birth of Christ. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul. It can also be used to represent charity. <laughs> well, then. So, like, it can be super serious or not. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Um, yeah. A skull with a wreath. Like, the you've seen, like, the wreath with the skull on it or whatever. Uh, victory of death over life. Is that, like, the wreath crown kind of like Caesar wears? Is that the one you're talking no, about? No, no, no. Just a wreath with a skull. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like a heart with, and then hearts have like a whole bunch of different, uh, meanings too. like a heart with an anchor and a cross faith, hope, and charity. Um, and just a heart by itself is just charity. Um, let's see. Grim Reaper, of course the death it's death personified, uh, keys stand for, uh, spiritual knowledge, um, mm. or if held in the hands, it means the person has a means to enter heaven. <laughs> why are you making the money symbol i don't know <laughs> that's what i'm thinking people think they can buy their way in girl they yeah. think yeah uh incense indicates worship prayer adoration imps mortality which i've never seen an imp on a tombstone but i would like to that yeah, i would kinda... too that i wonder if that's like regional specific and maybe that's why we've never seen one maybe yeah that so could if you've be. seen an imp we need to know where yep um palette an artist, obviously. Mm. Uh, orbs as effigies is the soul. Orbs as celestial bodies is the reward of the re resurrection. Mm. Um, the eye of God surrounded by a triangle and a circle. It's symbolic of the eternity of the Holy Trinity. And a fleur de lis in indicates passion and love. Pentagrams. So pentagrams... This is a five-pointed star-shaped figure made by extending the sides of a regular pentagon until they meet. The figure predates Christianity and was first known to be used by Pythagoras, the Greek philosopher. Later in the Middle Ages, the pentagram was used by magicians and sorcerers. It's believed that the pentagram offered protection against evil. Christianity adopted the figure as a and the symbolism to suggest the five wounds suffered by Christ on the cross. Yeah, they like to appropriate a lot of them. Um, they do. Have you seen that meme that's like, uh, it's the person, one person's writing on a paper and the other person's like looking over at their paper and the person writing it says paganism and the person looking over their shoulder it says Christianity. I believe it. I believe yeah. it because a lot of holy days fall. Oh, yeah. For in, um, yeah. And they're meant to fall in, uh, what's it called? They're meant to fall on the same time or near the same time to like counterbalance evil. That's which insane. I think is horseshit. That's insane. But it's basically, yeah, we, it, they basically did what the Romans did with the Greeks. We don't really have a good handle on religion. So we're just going to like take a lot of yours and yes. call it ours. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. After yeah. we've murdered you and pillaged your, your life. Yep. Rings indicate a married couple. I've seen that a whole bunch. Oh yeah. I see that all the time. You see that a lot, especially on a uh, couple stones. Yep. Yep. Shovels indicate mortality. A sickle can indicate death as the last harvest. Oh, that's kind of dark. Yeah, it's <laughs> dark. I'm, I'm like, dark. put the sickle and uh, put the Grim Reaper on mine and I'm going to need some bats. And, so a you know. sh shattered urn e indicates someone that was old when they died. Oh, 
Yeah, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> like what? You going around breaking grandpa's arm on purpose? Like what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Sun sun setting death. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, a sun, which is half of a sun, can symbolize both the beginning and end of life. Okay. Um, a sundial indicates the passage of time. Sword also in military career that mm-hmm. can just like the yeah anchor. I've seen I've seen a lot of swords on like uh, I want to say on marine stones I see them a lot on marine swords stones. crossed indicates death in battle. Bam. That's interesting. I bet you see that a lot in like uh, in like veteran memorials yeah, and stuff. Probably, probably. Yeah, yeah, like fallen vets or like a Civil War cemetery. Probably. probably. Yeah, toys obviously a child. Um, I think those are like the most tragic the ones that it's represents a child it's oh, very, like the children gardens yes, in like baby rest, land. yeah in like baby uh land. in like rest haven they've got one they've got another one mm-hmm. i think they have one out at that place where we got haunted me and david yeah um and then and i want to say that that rock creek cemetery that i didn't see a path to like there's a little place where you pull in and there's like no parking lots, just grass, but it is like a little driveway that's not finished, kind of. Mm-hmm. And right next to a tree is like a small cherub statue. Okay. And I'm like, ooh, I wonder if there's a baby land in there. Probably. Probably. Which is like not something I should be like, ooh, let's go check it out. But yeah. I kind of am. I think that there's a part of all of us that's drawn to like tragedy. And I think there's a lot of us that are drawn to death because it makes us uh, re- like reevaluate our own mortality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so too. I get really messed up if I think too much about my own mortality. Like it, I do too. I don't like to do it too often. Same. I think it always kind of hits harder whenever people like, even if I don't know them and they die and they're near my age, I'm like, Holy shit, that could have been me. Oh, like I I will never, I'll never forget the first time that I buried a girl that was my age. Yeah. I'll never forget that. I mean, that was, she died of a drug overdose. She was beautiful, beautiful, young, Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, as we were preparing her, just thinking, like, that could be me. That could be me. One different choice, and that could be me. Yep. Like, one, you know, I mean, it, it's just, it. and I think working in a funeral home, it forces you to, like, look at mortality a lot. And well, and I think, like, nowadays, especially with social media, like, uh, with Facebook, I have had quite a few within the past five, ten years, mm-hmm. I would because I'm that old. Well, same. <laughs> uh, same. Starting in my in my early 20s, but really in my 30s, I start seeing like mutual friends, people I used to go to school with, and they'll have posts like that are reshared of mm-hmm. like GoFundMe's, and I'm like, I remember this person, yep. and then you go to their deal and you realize they that died. was probably a drug overdose. A lot yep. of them are from drug overdoses, yeah, or from suicides, mm-hmm. and uh, which. I know we didn't talk about it when David was here, but he was telling me that like the other day when we were talking about like statistics, he said statistically men, white men, his age, mm-hmm. middle class white men are like very high for suicide. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck they got to be upset about? You know, like, you're, yes. like, you're, like my like, doctor, like, yeah. doctor. Yeah. which I mean, it's not the right way to think mm-hmm. about it, but he's like, you know, he said, I honestly think it comes from that whole like burden of you're supposed to be somebody like he goes, I think mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. He goes, it's not a lot of pressure when the world like helps you out a lot. He's like, but you know, whenever people put all this pressure of you need to be married, you need to have mm-hmm. this kind of job, you need to provide, you are expected of this because you are at the top of the hierarchy. Oh, and yeah. When you don't achieve that. You're a failure. Yes. And I think the other the other side of that, too, 
is toxic max- masculinity. Oh, for sure. It's like you're that carrying, was another thing you're carrying all of that yep. and you're not allowed to be emotional about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's you you have to internalize all of mm-hmm. that. And yeah, I can absolutely see how that would be a huge demographic that would be suffering from suicidal stuff. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird, though? Because yeah. you don't really think about that. But I wonder if there's I'm going to look this up right now. I wonder if there's a symbol for someone committing suicide. I wonder. I'm going to look that up. That sounded awfully curious. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Let's see. Um, gravestone symbol for suicide. Do they Let's have see. any? I'm looking. I'm looking. Let's see. Um, <laughs> the people also ask, what does it mean when a coin is left on a headstone? What is usually written on a gravestone? What does skull and crossbones mean on a gravestone? Is it disrespectful to sit on a gravestone? I mean, I would say yes, it is disrespectful to sit on a gravestone. Like, especially if it's old. Yes. Like, if the, it, now you know those gravestones that are benches that are intended to be oh, set yes. upon yeah, by yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. I get mad when people are like, that's absolutely rude. And I'm like, that's what it was intended for. Yeah, it was so like, their family would come and sit on it and visit party it. with them. Yes. Okay. That's why. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, like, especially, you don't want to like stand or graffiti or like damage stones. Like, my mom used to say it was bad to like walk on someone's grave. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. but where are they buried? You never know because you never know if they're going to bury them in front of the headstone behind it beneath it you don't know because it varies sometimes from cemetery to cemetery and people not knowing the fucking rules quote quote yeah and so i'm just like i don't even fucking care if i'm crossing dead dudes i'm gonna sit on their faces right now (laughs) that's funny oh my god let's see i'm gonna look okay so i can't find anything that like says anything about specifically suicide because i think that's something that you wouldn't want on well i feel like okay i feel like there are some taboos when it comes to death Mm -hmm. that families especially like to shy away from like um whenever you kill yourself via autoerotic asphyxiation yeah a lot of times family lie about it it was an accidental death Mm -hmm. it was a so so speaking of that and martial arts um i got to see david carradine speak like a year before he died in vegas very very cool (laughs) you're like i don't know what to do with this information i I mean i have i have a very personal story about autoerotic you do you do but i i will i will not um share that because i i don't think that's anybody's like it's not my business to tell really but um but yeah, a lot of people don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, I think it's like one of those underrepresented or like underrepresented, underrepresented ways that people die. I also think that especially here in the middle of the Bible Belt, there is a tendency for people to not want to admit that someone died of a drug overdose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. And do you know that like in Oklahoma, we used to have an erotic asphyxiation like club like um, in the boons? What? Yeah, I learned that after my own personal information about that. What What do you mean, like a, a club? Like a club? Do they do it together? I fuck, I don't know. But or I do was, they just check on each other? At, I was like, I was like looking that up because I was like, I don't even really know what this is, mm-hmm. and I wanted to know statistics and yeah, stuff like yeah. that because like how you know, common is it? How morbid curiosity whenever yeah. that kind of shit happens in your sphere, and you yeah. learn about it. Thanks, people who mm-hmm. told me. Yeah, um, it, I get it. It kind of becomes like one of those like weird 
because you know me i hyper focus on shit Mm -hmm. because i'm a fixer Mm -hmm. i am a fixer i i am not a lay down and wallow and cry i am a i'm going to find a solution yeah and that's how i grieve i fix Mm -hmm. (laughs) i fix things i get that and so um so i was looking and yeah there was like a club i don't know if it's still active but i was like that just sounds like a real great place for a serial killer to hang out so no thank you yeah um but yeah, like I feel like that is one of those things people don't like to talk about. They don't like to talk about suicide. They talk, they call them accidents mm-hmm. more than anything. And yes, drug overdose, it is so underrepresented because people are like embarrassed. Mm-hmm. They take it as a personal failure. They see it as like a failure on their kids' part or their family members' part. Mm-hmm. It's like the big open secret. Yeah. And it doesn't really help anyone whenever you're mm-hmm. not honest about it because no. there's a lot of people who are like living dangerously in their addictions. Yeah. And who that old bit might actually help. help. Yeah, exactly. And be like, hey, this person has kids too. This mm-hmm. person, this person left is behind, just like me. Yeah, this person left behind all of these things. And I relate to all of mm-hmm. these things. And boom, now they're not here because it was that easy to accidentally die. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Anyways, I that was a weird agree. tangent. No, 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 no. It's not a weird tangent. We're, we're doing a meditation on death and grieving, girl. That's true. But now we're going to shift gears. So okay. we're, we're going to talk about floriography, which um, this I the first time I ever heard of this was I was reading this this YA romance series. I learned um, about it from a manga. So there you go. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I feel better. Like, yeah, I learned about it from a YA romance series that was called I think it's called Evermore. And it's basically about this girl that falls in love with this guy who's an immortal, but like I think I've heard he's of not Evermore. a vampire and he's not like a demon, but he's immortal and like it ha- does deals- it have a crow on the front? I don't remember, but it has. I think it has flowers because like they use Victorian flower language in the novel a lot, and basically in the Victorian era, the etiquette was so stringent and proper that there were like flirtation was not okay like you could not outright flirt with someone oh yeah that's how you got labeled a harlot girl and like you couldn't ask certain questions to Mm -hmm. people you couldn't uh have certain conversations like it was not proper and so i would fail at etiquette so hard because i I would be like same i would be like they would put me in an institution because i would have been like no these rules are fucking dumb yeah so um anyway oh i gotta go on so um anyway they used flowers as a means to like sort of communicate on the down low like <laughs> that was know? texting before texting yes or like yeah, uh, yeah. uh or like do you remember whenever Check we would yes have or the, no. yeah or do you remember our little like um where we would be like ASL, that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it like was ASL yeah. before ASL. It was ASL before ASL was ASL. <laughs> yes, exactly. So like flowers, like different flowers represent represent different things. So like it it could kind of be anything from uh well like different colored roses meant different yes, things like exactly. red was what passion and mm-hmm. yellow is friendship yellow is friendship mm-hmm. white was what purity or purity, something like yeah, that yeah yep. and i think that uh basically like i'm gonna look up the list that i had because this is not it but it could mean anything from like 
a secret romance. Like, you know, you could be sending these flowers to someone that, like, if you were gay and, like, you were trying to find out if they were gay and, like, you know, stuff like that. Like, secretive (laughs) kind of... Are you DTF? Yeah, yeah. Basically, like, this this is, like, this is, like, tender. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Flower tender. Flower tender. Bring it back. Yeah. So, like, hang on. Let me see. Uh, Secret... Um, was there a good one that they had where you could be like I'm going to secretly murder you yeah there were also <laughs> ways that you could insult someone perfect like there uh, there was one I believe it's a Japanese rose is a way to say that uh, your only quality is your outer beauty which is mean like, <laughs> that is mean and I feel like because it's a Japanese rose it's probably also racist for a reason probably like, you yeah, know what I yeah. Mean? they're like um, it could be they're like no so like um, <laughs> if you sent an acacia that meant friendship but like if you sent a, a white rose could also be elegance okay so you could be like telling someone you're very elegant um, you look elegant tonight a yellow acacia is secret love so like you could send that to someone and be like, "Hey boo, like what's up?" You know, <laughs> "Hey baby, love you." Yeah, exactly. Winky yeah. Face. So also, let's see, um, an aconite or wolfsbane. Oh, um, I love wolfsbane. Misanthropy. Ooh. So that's like hating. Like yeah. that's the hating flower. I love that too because it's poisonous. Exactly. So you yeah. could be like, "Hey bitch, one step out of line, and I'm gonna really fucking hate on right? you to death." Um, an almond, f- almond flower, I guess. Uh, stupidity. So you could be like you're really stupid, and if you send someone an alyssum, a sweet alyssum, worth beyond beauty. So that's like you you're not just a pretty face. Like you're you're also like <laughs> that really reminds cool. me. Okay, did I ever tell you about that guy, the old guy who this old fabulous man who had like this long hair in Starbucks? This was years ago, and he was I was sitting there, I was meeting with this girl. I think I've told you about her. Yeah. And um, so she and I were there and we were having coffee and we were talking and I was laughing and, you know, how I do. And he came over to me and he said, I have to tell you, you're absolutely fabulous. You were built for a stage. And I was like, thank you. I think he goes, you're totally engaging. I don't know if you know that, but I wanted to tell you. That's so nice. And then he looked at her and he said, and you're just pretty. Boom! I was like, oh my God. That's like the most like, oh, damn, that's like, yikes. Yeah. And like, we did not know this man, but I was like, I mean, I, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. What do I do now? Like, I mean, I I don't know if she thought it was a compliment. I don't know. But I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to draw attention to the fact that this person is like insulting you in Starbucks. Cause that's they're like, you're awesome. And your friend sucks. (laughs) Your friend sucks. Oh my gosh. So weird you know i used to i used to like i used to want so badly for like a guy to be like you are so beautiful and now i i hate being told i'm pretty because i don't think i'm pretty for one two i am also like i want to be more than pretty that's it i like i realized this last year when somebody, like pretty's great and all but i'm gonna get old i am getting old like, yeah <laughs> yeah i realized this last year because uh there was a guy that approached me like messaged me and uh he told me that I was the most interesting person he'd met in a long time. And I thought that was such a higher compliment. Oh yeah. Than if he was like, Hey baby, you're really hot. Like I'm like, 
okay yeah but so are like nine million other women exactly or like nine billion however many women are on the face of the earth yeah so are they like i want somebody they're hot to someone right yeah yeah exactly like everybody's everyone's hot in a way yeah so why don't you tell me why you like like why am i unique yeah what about me is unique and like because I, I don't want to feel like every other bitch on the planet. Yeah. Like, I want to feel like feel I'm special. my own bitch. Yeah. yeah. You want to feel special. Like, I, I do. I think that that's such a better thing to say to someone, like, than just, wow, you're really attractive. Like, I think it's so, it means so much more when someone, like, has taken the time to learn things about you and, you know, sends you a, like, a a bay rose rhododendron to tell you danger beware <laughs> you know i mean like i think right it's, right right yeah okay so also uh like if they slip into your dms talking about sending you some aconite you know to stay away that's right yeah so so if anybody wants to slide into my dms with some flower language <laughs> make sure you know what you're talking make, about yeah make sure you know what you're talking about and make sure you send me the right one but uh <laughs> not the one that says you're just pretty like yes, that would, please that would, that would please be bad not. but yeah um, that is definitely i feel like that is an insult but yeah mm-hmm. it, and it was totally an insult and i was like i mean we're not like great friends we're like okay like acquaintances more mm-hmm. than anything yeah and so i was like oh okay weird that's so weird i was like i mean she's not bothered i'll let her defend herself i defend myself so yeah oh my gosh so if someone sends you a cedar leaf it means they live for you David better be getting sending me all them fucking cedar leaves. You hear this, David? Go out, get you a cedar leaf or five. Or just b- bring me home a fucking tree. Yeah. Yeah, you better bring a tree. Bring a tree. Uh, Chris- you can't get one in return, but you can bring me one. Uh, Christmas rose, relieve my anxiety. Oh, neat. I need to walk around with the Christmas rose and just I hand wonder, it I wonder to if everyone. That's like, if that's like code for like, give me a BJ. That could also be it. Yeah. Or like, hey, I need a handy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So- <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, clematis indicates mental beauty. For a whole second, I thought you said a climax. I was like, I didn't even know we had a flower name. Oh, that. my God. No, 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 no. But um, okay. Yeah. yeah. So clematis. Uh, but if it's a clematis evergreen, it means poverty. So <laughs> you got to be careful. you got to be careful with yeah, what you're. You really need to know what you're talking about. You really do. You need, yeah. Because you're going to get slapped. <laughs> yeah. A corn riches. Mm. But a broken corn is a quarrel. But a corn straw <laughs> is an agreement. That's so fucking weird. And a corn bottle is a delicacy. And a corn cockle, which I don't know what that is. I don't either. <laughs> it's a uh, gentility. So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I, I mean, think I guess it's, it's like learning all them anagrams, like RFLO or whatever. Yeah. R-F-O-L, whatever they are. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like that someone made them up. Someone had to take the time to make them up. So someone had to yeah. take the time to make up this shit. Yeah. I just love it. Like, I think I, 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 because like, I'm, I probably, because I'm a writer, I read into everything. Like old when, school texting and I dig it. Yeah. It's old school texting. I like, I need somebody to send me some flowers that have meaning to them. Like that would be a fun project for me to work on over the weekend. Right. So, yeah. And what are calla lilies? Cause I always associate calla lilies with death. Uh, let's look. Okay, we're gonna look at lilies. Um, I love lilies. I do love lilies. Lilies are very pretty. even though they're totally toxic for cats. Yeah. So like my lilies never come inside when my cat dies. Maybe. Uh, let's see. 
somehow they're not on this list, but I'm going to look it up. Uh, Calla lily meaning Victorian flower language. It's a symbol of Jesus's resurrection. You're bummed. I can tell. Of course I can it tell. is. Of yeah. course it is. I can tell. It's not just straight death. It's we got to talk about it's death and resurrection. And it can they also, also look like vaginas. So I'm a little bit offended. Yes. Uh, they can also mean purity, holiness and faithfulness. So, you know, she's rolling her eyes. OK, so <laughs> we know that Johnetta is like over that. So, yeah. I mean, I always thought they looked like vaginas. So I was hoping they'd be a little bit more empowering for ladies. Yeah. Not for Jesus. Who was the lady, no offense, Jesus. Who was the lady that painted them? Who painted cows? She painted all the flowers, but they're like not really flowers. They're like vaginas. I don't remember. What the hell is her name? I'm like brain farting hard, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I can't think of her name. I I, uh, recently, I swear to God, it's on Etsy. Vulva jewelry. What? Yeah, like like <laughs> polymer clay, different vulva jewelry, and I was hold just on, like, hold on, hold on, hold up, hold up. <laughs> now is this for like a piercing? No, girl. How does it work? Like it looks like a vulva. It's oh, like, it's oh, like, like yeah. you wear it like a necklace. Yeah. I thought you meant that you wore it like. <laughs> And I was like, wait, is it a piercing or like, how does this work? Like, you just kind of cup it on there. <laughs> oh my God, that's horrifying. Yeah. That reminds me. Do you remember when like, do you remember when uh, vajazzling was a thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Or like, uh, or like the goop egg, you know, Ugh. I'm like, y'all got it. <laughs> like just, it don't, if, if somebody didn't make it specifically to put in there, don't put it in there. I'm like, I don't even want to use like summer's Eve because that shit will fuck you up yeah. if you're not careful. Yeah. Like baby powder will too. Yeah. Baby powder can give you, um, cervical cancer. Mm-hmm. You don't want to use yeah. that. You don't want to put nothing down there. Basically it smells the way it's supposed to smell. Just wash it with warm water and light soap and you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> God. I'm still stuck on the vulva jewelry. Jewelry. Yeah, That's... looks like vulvas. Like you can get earrings. I swear to God, you can get like bracelets. The I mean, shit is fucking. I mean, hey, do your thing, check and wang. But like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just like, I'm not wearing that out into public. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot less subtle than Victorian flower language. <laughs> Way, <laughs> Way less, less subtle. subtle. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely still totally love the satyr writing the penis that Vivian mm-hmm. Westwood has in like some of her jewelry. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an older collections. I don't know if she still has that. it. Oh, dude. I'm going to look it up. Hang on. I'm looking it up. <laughs> it's totally cool. It's like a satyr riding a big dick. You know what my favorite uh, modern sculpture is? Uh, the one of Medusa holding the severed head of Perseus. I love Mine that. Mine too, and I want one. So somebody better get on making me a replica. Yeah, I love that so much. <laughs> like a small cheap one I can put on my desk. Uh, what? Okay, Vivian Westwood, rare satyr. Riding a dick? Riding on a tiger eye penis yep. yeah yep she That's does it, it? In tiger eye she had it in tiger eye she had it in like saworski crystal like all kind of stuff like it was it was during it's four hundred dollars <laughs> really four hundred dollars oh that cheap. is that, that is, might be a knockoff 
That is interesting. Well, I mean, it depends on what it is, too, because she used to have, like, anklets, bracelets, mm-hmm. necklaces. I love Vivian Westwood. She's, like, so fucking punk rock. But, That's um, crazy. But, yeah, I was like, I need a satyr riding a penis necklace. This is great. But I don't need a vulva necklace. Like, And they're mm-hmm. all different colors. It's not like they're, like, sterling silver vulvas that you could pass off as, like, oh, yeah, it's a flower. Like, it'd be like, fuck you, I'm wearing a vulva. Yeah. No, man. They're, like, different colors, different sizes, different shapes. It's, like, shout your vagina type stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Not for me, Same. but cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Do you, boo. Yeah. Well, I think that's all I've got. Just a fun conversation about symbolism. And weird vulva jewelry. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) And my weird history with sports. (laughs) Hey. It's cool history. Yeah. So anyway, uh, y'all go over, check out the Patreon. Whenever we get to 30 patrons, I'm going to start doing a live stream every month. And you can ask me anything. I don't always have answers, but I always have opinions. So, you know, you can ask me whatever you want. I don't care. But, uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram at Yurioki. Facebook is the same. Join the Facebook group. Um, And thank you to everyone who's been buying books. I've been signing them a lot this week and it's been really great um it's because marnie's famous you need her signature you're stat. so sweet i'm, I'm not <laughs> famous i am not but uh, tell her she's famous she's totally famous you're sweet <laughs> no i am not but anyway uh you want to you got anything you want to plug you want to plug the uh, oh yeah 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 book we, cast? <clears throat> we are doing a book cast it is coming out november 15th i don't know when this is gonna air so it's basically like a book club but with people you would actually have a good time with yeah because i'm there marnie's there our friend katie's there marissa's there the smut hoes so it's like inappropriate jokes yeah appropriate conversation totally totally i believe at one point you talked about your desire to sleep with young robert de niro or young al pacino maybe both maybe both (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know it might have been high yeah Uh, but like so yeah it's great time it's called fireside fables yep we're gonna have and we're gonna have a facebook group for it too yes we are and our first episode is mexican gothic so if you want to join us for our book club basically Mm -hmm. you know read it first and come on down and if you don't want to read it you just want to hear us talk about it that's also fine too because yeah yeah we're not gonna make you like do homework that's fucking weird and And we will cover a lot of the topics so absolutely and it's it was a lot of fun to record we had a really good time but yeah so that and your Instagram. Oh, yes. My Instagram. I am at Colette, C-O-L-L-E-T-T-E, Carmen, C-A-R-M-O-N. On Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I am on Facebook, and I'm also on Amazon. Hell yeah. All right. I think that's all I've got. All right. Y'all stay spooky. Also, I'm so sorry I forgot, but a shout out to three special patrons, Ashley, Phil, and Alicia. Thank you guys for your constant support. I couldn't do it without you. And y'all stay spooky.